0: Hello and welcome to Joy City, a weekly blog and podcast hosted by yours truly, Stuart Welch, lead pastor of Life Connection Church located in Modesto, California. And I'm joined by my co-host, my beloved brother, John Cunningham Jr., who we call Brother JC. We want to invite you in to join with an amazing community of friends that are quickly becoming an intimate part of our daily life. Now, I'm your host and I'm excited to hear your stories and deliver great content that I believe can help you change your life and truly transform as we celebrate the greatness of God and his presence in the everyday moments of your life. Now, knowing that the creator, the grand weaver of our lives is present with us and then leaning into that presence it can be revolutionary for you. So let's enter in to the city, Joy City. Because you see Joy City isn't a geographical location. It's a place where you can find your joy and happiness in the kingdom of God, following hard after God and fulfilling the call of God in your life. It's a place that welcomes us all with open arms, because in Joy City, faith is what it's all about. It's all important. Our trust and our confidence in the ways, will, and word of God. You know, let me hip you to this. Jesus, he never uttered an opinion. He never guessed. He, he didn't give us sound wisdom or keen observation. No, not at all. Jesus' words are the essence of truth. And when we adhere and follow them intently, we become stronger, healthier, holier, and joyful. Understanding that Christ overcame the world, and for you and every other resident of Joy City, this brings great rejoicing. But I, I know what you're saying. Because this is really getting real. Now, Brother JC and I, we got a a dear friend whose wife is battling every day, a debilitating illness. I mean, we've been fasting and praying and others around us that we know they're battling as well in and out of the hospital. I mean, Brother JC, one sister uh, is in hospice care. The wife and I went out there, prayed with her and the family just the other day. You woke up this morning, you saw on TV that a hurricane. Horrible hurricane just tore through Louisiana. And then, in the midst of it all, we're dealing with war over there in Ukraine.
1: Yet, here we are right here in Joy City today. And let's talk about that. Let's talk about all of the calamity that is going on mm-hmm. in our world today. The meaning of Joy City in such an extended time of suffering and loss. You see, being a resident of Joy City is, as the Apostle Paul says, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. Yes. As having nothing, yet possessing all things. Yeah. You see, God's promises are bigger than our own lives or our own communities. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we don't like to hear that. Right. But we know God cares as a matter of fact, he cares so very deeply that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross. Wow. Hallelujah. Wow. I mean, Christ is called the man of sorrows, a man acquainted with grief. Mm. And it's th- through that level of love that he is able to draw us so close in order to comfort and strengthen us. Even in the midst of chaos,
0: man, that's that's I I love how you, you know, that sentiment because, you know, in in Joy City, it's about faith. And sometimes, you know, when we get in the midst of adversity, trial, trouble, struggle, whatever it is, you know, we can kind of lose focus on that. But even in adversity or with scarcity of resources, I mean, we can still I mean, brother, you know, we can still pursue God. With daily communion and in his presence, the Bible tells us, it promises us that there is a fullness of joy.
1: Yeah, now, now I, I get it. I get it. Because over the last two years, we've all been challenged and at times have had to focus on simply surviving. Mm hmm. I mean, you know, whether it was threats to our health or whether it was a sense of injustice or our safety, our relationships, uh, as well as the disruption of so many of the routines and norms of what we would call normal life. This COVID uh, pandemic has turned everything upside down, but we are all forced to expend energy on surviving. However, I have good news. Because having a Joy City mindset, mm-hmm. hallelujah, allows us to seek ways to experience Christ and to
0: live in your purpose. Man, I, you know, it's, it's interesting because you and I both know because, you know, we've been in contact with thousands of men and women, young and old, uh, who have faced so much adversity in their lives. And, you know, their brains... Have been wired to activate when faced with perceived danger I mean, we know this they, they've been forced into what we would call survival mode since they were young and whether it's that, you know prefrontal cortex or the Amygdala, you know uh, Fight flight or freeze is real and the power of the brain to lock up and stay locked up Into adulthood is is so real now Now, neither you, brother, or or me, we're not scientists, you know, we're not neurosurgeons, but we've just seen human behavior. We've seen it on the streets, we've seen it behind the wall, and we've seen it in the pews of our churches.
1: Amen, Pastor. And and the other thing that is so relevant and real in the lives of uh, believers and non-believers is that people are still living in poverty, mm-hmm. uh, not only in a financial poverty, but a spiritual poverty as well. And, and and I see it in my work every day as a life coach, as one who encounters people who desire to live above mm. their own poverty. But we will never ignore that fact. And we know that they're faced with daily violence or they're subjected to su- uh, systemic injustices yeah. and uh, and institutional um, racism and things of that nature and this can and it it will always trigger that survival mindset mm. in those who are going through. You see, this mindset is one that has been forged by fear. That's right. Uh, you ever want to see <laughs> you ever want to see somebody come out of their character? Uh, uh, l- allow them to experience. Uh, A little bit of fear, uh, but it's subjected to threats so that uh, it is reactive.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
1: And and we get that. We understand. But we also understand that God, he does as well, which is why he always makes a way for us. There Mm -hmm. is a way of escape and he'll never, ever place more on you than you can bear.
0: Man, that's, you know, and and we talked about it last night in our men's small group. And for those of you who are listening, I mean, you can join us, you know, any Wednesday night in our men's small group class. And we talked about it, brother, that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father and he ever lives to make intercession for us, that, you know, his very essence is praying for us, that. You know, the things yeah, that we yeah, encounter yeah. and endure and what you just said is that, you know, we're reactive. You know, we're reactive. Somebody just says hello and, you know, people jump, uh, you know, but God has invited us as the people of faith to lean. This, this is where the challenge becomes. It's really where the rubber mm-hmm. meets the road mm-hmm. because God has invited us to lean into his love through the Holy yes. Spirit. And, you know, as Christians, we understand that we live in these two realities, and, and what we would call the spiritual and the natural. And as mere mortals, we find ourselves pulled between the two. Uh, yes, the Bible's yes. clear, though. It says here yeah. we are, what they call sojourners or pilgrims, mm-hmm. that, that we're mm-hmm. merely passing through this world. And when we get so caught up in the cares of this life, Jesus left us a parable. He said it'll choke the word right out of yes. us. You know yes. and God has given us His spirit, the Holy Spirit, to dwell on the inside. And then He says, I've given you the mind of Christ so that we can focus mm. on fulfilling God's purposes in our lives and yes. in this world. And, and that is what we rejoice. And that is where we find our joy in Joy City. And let me, let me ask you this because we kind of we kind of discussed it last night that really we live in the best of both worlds because even though God is calling us into a deeper prayer life, into a deeper communion with Him, and that we can can know Him better, like He gives us these ways to know Him better, but we also understand, in Romans 8, Paul told us the Holy Spirit, because we don't know what to pray as we ought, so He makes intercession Mm -hmm, for us. mm -hmm. Jesus is on the right hand of the Father. He's making intercession for us. So, you know, I mean, whether you know we're spending eight hours a day in prayer or whether we're spending eight minutes in prayer. man, we, we got Jesus on our side.
1: Amen, Amen. And, and, and the beauty of that is uh, developing a prayer life will connect you to the awesome power and revelation of God for your life. If, if, if you don't have a connection to the source, you can never be fed what it is that you need in order to overcome. And so prayer is that vehicle that we use in order to have access not only to God, but to the resources that he's made available to us in our lives. And look at Joy City. Mm. Joy City is one of those byproducts of a prayer life uh, and, and, and and God giving a vision so that people can have a platform where they can come and that they can hear the word of God in a way that allows them to prosper.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, and you saying that I immediately, you know, my mind, I'm so glad that, you know, before we come on there and and we pray that the Holy Spirit bring things to remembrance. You know, as soon as you said that, John 15 and four came to my mind. Abide in me. Yes. yes, Yeah. Yes. And I in you mm-hmm. as the branch cannot bear mm-hmm. fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can you except you. abide in me me. and 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 this is what god is inviting us into and and no way shape or form uh, for all of those of you that are listening are we trying to minimize the suffering the challenges the adversity that any of us face but we also have to remember that after jesus was baptized by john in that river jordan that the spirit of the lord descended upon him and then god spoke very bold this is my beloved son whom i am well pleased and then it said mm. the spirit led him into okay. the wilderness yeah, yeah. so yeah. see sometimes yeah. you know we're, we're we're so quick to blame the enemy you know this is what the hey. enemy did to me or or the <laughs> devil you know just won't leave me alone and and this yeah. and that but yeah. but we yeah. see clearly in scripture that that jesus temptation in the wilderness was God led? Yes, it was. Mm, yes, it
1: was so much to the point to where he gave us a great example of how to rebuke the advances of the enemy. You you, you have to speak the word over mm, your life. Yeah. And knowing and knowing the word is by having a relationship. And and, and that's the power it, in, in the midst of your suffering. If you want to find deliverance, it comes in the person and the personality of Jesus.
0: Yes. Christ. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And that's, you know, because we understand that here, Jesus had to be filled with the power of the spirit. Yes, he, did. he had to, you know, be caught up in in the promptings of the Holy Ghost. And for you and for me and, you know. For all those who may hear this podcast, when you follow the promptings of the Spirit of God, He will always. Now, now you could take that to the bank uh, <laughs> every single day, and what we say twice yeah, on yeah. Sundays: when you yeah, follow the yeah. prompting of the Holy Spirit, He will always lead and guide you, and guide you mm-hmm. into all truth, yes, he will. Yes, he see, will. and into all righteousness, and 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 that. You know, sometimes, you know, when we're going through what happens is our vision narrows. Now, you'll remember this, brother, because, you know, for those of you who don't, you know, know a little bit of our life story, both uh, Brother JC and I, you know, we're fortunate to serve our communities as police officers. And what would often happen in the line of duty is you may get into a vehicle pursuit. Now, you know when you go through training and when you're an officer you know we we always say you got to have your spider senses tuned and all of this mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know so when you're just cruising through an area or a neighborhood you're you're taking in everything around you 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 see people over here through your peripheral vision you know playing on the on the lawns you you know you see activity that's going on while you still see traffic coming and you know you're looking up on rooftops and you're looking in trees you're you're taking all this in But let me tell you what happens when you get yourself in a pursuit and Mm -hmm. your adrenaline rises and now you're putting up your windows. And if it's the summertime, you're turning off your air conditioning so your engine can get as much power as it can. But now you get what's called tunnel vision. Yes. Yes. And the only thing you can see is that license plate right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And see, this is what happens sometimes when we go through a storm. This is why we said that, you know, the brain reacts. It's, it's, it's reactive. And it will put you right into that fight, flight, or freeze mode. Mm-hmm. And you yes. lose yes. your ability to even see the goodness of God in the midst of it. My God. And when we mm-hmm. lose our ability, first of all, to be grateful for what God has done for us, when we lose our ability to be thankful when we lose our ability to find joy in this life that God has granted us, then we've got tunnel vision. We've yeah, got tunnel yeah. vision. And, and the only thing we can see is the temporal. The only thing we can mm. see is this temporary life in front of us. I mean, it, it may be one inch on the scale of eternity. Yes, yes, Because even if God blesses us with 60, 70, 90 years, that's a blip. Yes, it is. On the radar yes, screen is. of eternity. Mm, and mm, I think mm, that's why the God. author of Psalms said, hey, I got to look to the hills because <laughs> that's where my help oh. comes from. You yeah, know, man, and, man. and and brother, you know this, that when we are under <laughs> uh, intense pressure, mm-hmm. you know, we, we say it in basketball all the time, pressure bursts pipes. Yes, it does. You know, that's why we press for 40 minutes in a ball game. We we know sooner or later. You may handle it once or twice. You may even handle it five or six times. But sooner or later, that pressure going to burst some pipes. Yes, it is. Yes, and you're going to start turning mm, that basketball mm. over, and then we going to open the floodgates. <laughs> see, and that's and, yeah. and that's sometimes how the enemy mm. wants to do us. It just wants a heap, heap more and more and more on top of us till we can't even see anymore.
1: Amen. Yes. Yes. I was thinking while you were talking, uh, the old praise and worship leader came up in me. And when you talked about tunnel vision, I thought about the song, open the eyes of my heart. Mm, Lord." Yeah. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. Amen. Amen. Uh, and, 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 and and tunnel vision handicaps you in the spirit realm because you're you're distracted from the source that can help. Yes. You. Yes. Yes. So I I say to those, um we 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 we're not advocating uh that you uh, go out and, and do anything reckless, but what we're saying is that um call on the name of the Lord. Amen. You've tried everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Call unto him and see that he may show you great and mighty things that you do not know of. So I I I, I, I am excited about uh, uh what The testimonies will be as a result of what has been said here today. And I'm looking forward to uh, coming back next week and digging in a little deeper.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the things, you know, not only do we press in to this life with the Lord, but it's also why God has given us a church. And I think it's why he calls us to call one another brothers and sisters, because he placed us in a family. It says, you know, he'll be a mother to the motherless. And, you know, God is Mm. is our father. And I think many times and and you know this as well as as well as I do, because, you know, we both have been there in our lives and we've seen it with other people is that sometimes adversity will cause you to withdraw, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: cause you Mm -hmm. to retreat. And, you know, you kind of bunker down and you don't allow other people in. But I'll share this with you. That and you'll remember this time when when I was going through you know really trying financial time, and you know my house went into foreclosure, and man, this thing was was just a burden, but you know I was embarrassed, um I was dealing with some shame, right, and uh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, basically you know getting myself to to a point that you know here I was launching a business, and you know had had really you know, found myself trusting and believing what the Lord was going to do. And, you know, things just weren't coming together as I had planned. And, you know, so my car got repossessed and then my house went into foreclosure. And I remembered, you know, kind of withdrawing. But then here I was in church and I remembered saying this out loud. I need your prayers. Um, yes. Because my house yes. went into foreclosure And I need your prayers That God would lead me and direct me And you know I didn't want to end up mm. bulldozing my house I mean that's how I felt Like if y'all gonna come take yeah. my house Well you gonna come take an empty lot Because uh, I'm about to bulldoze <laughs> yeah. this bad yeah. boy right yeah. here uh, But you know it was mm. after that That someone came up to me after church With some resources right. And they said right. you know I work with uh, people who find themselves in these predicaments. Now, if I would have stayed, uh, licking my wounds in the corner, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I never would have received a forbearance agreement. I never would have had my house delivered from foreclosure proceedings. I never would have been able to sell that house when I moved into a bigger house. Um, you know, but, but by sharing that and coming Mm -hmm. out, see that, that's what the enemy wants to do. The enemy will take your shame and, and your guilt, uh, you know, and and he'll use that against you to keep you from embracing the community that wants to come around you to love you, support you, encourage you, and help you. And instead, he wants us to withdraw and then go down uh, all by ourselves. That's it. That's it. Uh, the, the 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 the
1: The old adage um, that comes to mind is the fact that. Uh, As long as you remain together with those who are like minded, you're in a position of safety. There's 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 safety in a multitude of counselors. But here, when when we venture out on our own, without the safety of those who can invest in us, Mm. we become prey for the enemy. So stay close to the fire. Stay close to that church house. Stay close to that prayer group or that small group setting that you are a part of. And if you're not a part of one, seek one out so that you can stay close to the fire.
0: Yeah, because, you know, Scripture tells us that, you know, life isn't going to be easy. I mean, even in the the very first verse of the first chapter of the book of James, uh, it says, we'll face trials of many kinds.
1: Yes, yes. You
0: know, and we yes. have to remember that those closest to Jesus, including the apostle Paul, had incredibly hard lives. And you know, sometimes, brother, that that's hard for us to hear because, you know, sometimes I don't know where we, you know, what when this happened or where we got this twisted up, that once we give our life over to the Lord, that everything is supposed to be uh sealy posturpedic, smooth. Um you know, that, that you know, yeah. we have this sleep number that we can put mm. our beds on and we think we can do that with our lives. Well, I turned my life over to Jesus. So now, you know, everything is going to be smooth. But, uh, you know, God's appointed people and the messengers that he has called.
1: They mm. struggle.
0: Yes, they, they yes. struggle. Yes. Yes. and And, and yes. we face those struggles. But you know what? To everyone who's out there, to all who hear this. Man, we struggle together. Yeah. We link up. That's it. We grab arms. We hug each other. We wipe away one another's tears. We, we bind up one another's wounds, uh, and we're there. And we come together as a community of believers, you know, glorifying God, uh, lifting up the name of Jesus, and we just love one another. And that's what we do. And we come, uh, you know, we get this example through the book of Acts. It says all those who had something, they brought it. They laid it at the apostles feet.
1: Yes, they did.
0: And then it says nobody lacked anything. And and this is what we're fighting to get back to. We're fighting to get back to a community where where object poverty does not even exist anymore. That if I got something, my brother's got something. If I got a room, then my sister's got a room. You know, if, mm. if if we got food then then ain't nobody hungry. And and this is this is what we're fighting for in a world that tries to keep us at odds with one another. Well, you know, you're a Baptist, well, you're a Pentecostal, well, you're a Methodist, uh, well, you're mm. a Catholic, well, you're a universalist, well, you're a this or that. Or whatever it may be, we, we construct all these partitions to keep us yes. apart. And Amen. I can't help you because you not me. And that's Amen. nonsense. That's the philosophy of the world. Of the,
1: yeah, yes, it is. You know, a house that's divided cannot stand. And 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 the world will pick you apart mm. until there's nothing left. And then they'll point their finger at you and say, I thought you were a Christian. Right. Where's your faith? Right. Right. How can you how can you do that? How can you? But oh, thank God for his grace. Hallelujah. And his mercy. Hallelujah. Because had it not been for grace. Man, yeah. Hallelujah. We would not have a right to the tree of life. That allows us to fellowship as a community of
0: believers. Amen. Look at God. You see, so when God opens our eyes in Joy City, that is when we can clearly celebrate others for our differences. Yeah, we can support one another in our efforts and we can cheer one another on in the spirit of unity. And you know, when one wins, we all win because no one can come face to face with what God is like and ever be the same. So we want to welcome you to Joy City. Where you can see his true image. It touches the depths of our soul and beholding his glory will renew our minds. It'll transform us and give us strength to live this life for him. So we want to invite you. Come on in. (laughs) Where the table is spread and the feast of the Lord is going on. Brother JC and I invite you to be a part. To be a resident. Move next door. Here in Joy City. A place where the body becomes stronger and our love for others only increases. Yeah, I've enjoyed being your host. I've enjoyed conversating with my brother. And you can comment below or you can just email me. Pastor Stewart at Life Connection for Christ dot org. That's the number four. Pastor Stewart at Life Connection, the number four. Christ dot org. Or you can always call 209 522 for we respond to every call we respond to every message brother jc it's been a blessing man having you with me today as always god bless you man have a wonderful wonderful day